All right, everybody, we're live once again. Don't know diaries, uh, page 11. Again, you can always find these up on YouTube, Castbox, uh, Instagram. That's at Don't Know Podcast. That's where I put up all the updates of the upcoming episodes. And as such, um, no guests today again, sadly, because of everything that's going on. And, and, now that we're talking about everything that's going on, I have a very special episode for you today. It's 4.20, so I figured why not get crazy with it. Uh, yours, uh, sorry, congratulations to whoever celebrates it. Uh, we, I know it seems that I have two laptops here today, but it's not two laptops. One of them's an iPad, and that's because I have all the notes that I wanted to talk to about today. I really wanted to get into it today. Uh, so with everything that's going on with the coronavirus and uh, and us being quarantined and all that, I figured why not talk a bit, a bit about it, you know? Why not get into it? And uh, this is going to be a really weird episode, it being that it's 420. So I figured why not get your mind... Or, uh, why not keep you up at night, you know? If we're all quarantined anyway, what else is there to do? So now, uh, I was doing a little bit of research, and I came across this woman. Her name is Whitney Webb, and she's a journalist, and she writes about all the crazy stuff that's going on and everything like that. And so, one of the things she was talking about was, and you can, like, look these up. There are in articles everywhere. Just search her up, Whitney Webb. She has, like, a Patreon, I think, now. Um, but anyways, she has a whole bunch of articles speaking about uh, the government, speaking about uh, Jeffrey Epstein. And if you don't know who Jeffrey Epstein is, he's basically this guy who was... Friends with a whole bunch of billionaires and a whole bunch of famous people, you know, Bill Gates, Les Wexner, uh, Donald Trump, uh, Ivanka Trump. Oh, she, he was basically uh, surrounded by all these uh, famous figures uh, all the time. And, and the reason he came to... The media or the media started a, uh, how do you say it? The, the media started to broadcast him more was because it was well known that Jeffrey Epstein, uh, he had this island, had this mansion where he would um, basically take in little girls, sometimes little boys, and basically just have his way with them. And it wasn't just him either. It was a whole bunch of famous people that went to this island. And with that, the thing that Whitney Webb reports is that there's this lady by the name of Maria Farmer. And she was in that whole uh, mansion island thing with Epstein. And she worked for him basically. Uh, she worked for him as an interior designer and basically got told, like, uh, later on through her job, like, hey, you're going to need to start 
doing these things for me, doing these things for Epstein. And uh, if you don't know by now, uh, like if you've been living under a rock, if somebody asks you, uh, did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? If you're dumb enough to say yes, like where the fuck have you been living? But he, I'll go to his backstory right now. So basically, um, he was caught with this island base, uh, and he was put in jail, right? And the first time he was put in jail, he tried to commit suicide. And uh, when he tried to commit suicide, again, nothing was working, no cameras were on, nothing like that, but basically the, the, the guards were there to get, in, get him in time, I think. And basically stop him from killing himself. But anyways, a couple months went on or whatever. And then uh, he got put into jail again, a different prison. And now this time, he got put in with this, his fucking cellmate, dude. He's ripped his shit. He used to be like an ex-cop or something. and An ex-corrupt cop, that's what he used to be. And he got put in with this monster. He looked like he's been on Roid since he was like seven. And... He got put in in there with him, and who knows, maybe he would have been the killer or whatever, but uh, Jeffrey Epstein was found with a whole bunch of, like, um, what do you call it, jumpsuits tied around him, tied around his neck, but uh, when they went to go do the autopsy, when they looked at his neck, the, you know, if you have something big tied around, like a jumpsuit, tied around your neck, you wouldn't really have like a straight line and that's what they saw mostly was just like a straight line like so it looked like somebody grabbed a wire and just uh choked him out with it instead of him wrapping himself around with uh with the jumpsuits and they also found that his neck was broken in three places and usually that doesn't happen with hangings like that um so anyways he didn't really kill himself they framed it to be he did the cameras weren't working that day supposedly and also the uh, the guards there were like sleeping or something. It's all such a crazy story. And if you want to look into it, it's all over the place. But anyways, I wanted to talk about his, uh, his island, his mansion, his wherever he did this. So uh, every time that Epstein would take like a girl... Uh, yeah, so every time that Epstein would take a girl to, like, the mansion, he had a mansion in Florida, New York, and he also had some kind of ranch. Uh, that lady, Maria Farmer, she since she worked there, she saw girls uh, being taken in all the time, right? And she said that there were thousands, literally, like, five to ten girls a day that would come into Jeffrey's office. I mean, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein's office. And, and these weren't girls that were there by their own will, right? Like... Uh, it turns out that uh, Ivanka Trump and and uh, fuck some other rich lady's name I can't I can't remember uh, Ghislaine Ghislaine and Ivanka Trump they would go to these like schools these junior high schools to recruit models and apparently they only wanted girls with like good grades to uh come in 
uh, to audition to be a model. And uh, usually every time they would go to a girl, they'd be like, hey, um, you know, I'll, I think you're, you're good looking. I want to recruit, recruit you for this magazine or whatever. And they would take them shopping and whatever. And then the next day, all the time, those girls were the ones that were in Jeffrey Epstein's office the next day. And now, uh, it seems, uh, that most of the girls, well, it doesn't seem a whole bunch of the girls that were at Epstein's office, MC, Epstein's mansion, Epstein's island, they were all stolen from the Philippines or the Thailand or Thailand. They, uh, one of the victim's lawyers has over, has the names of over 500 uh, girls that can't be found because they were stolen from Philippines and Thailand. And of course, if you're going to steal a girl from Philippines and Thailand, you want to steal them from all those little villages, all those little, basically all those um, lower income areas. That way they can never be found or uh, if they were found, they don't have enough resources to get them back or they don't have enough resources or they don't have the financial means to get them back. So again, none of those over 500 girls that Epstein has caught has never been found. And now uh, one day when uh, Maria Farmer was there, uh, out of nowhere, she sees that her sister is also there and uh, keep in mind that Maria Farmer, she was older by then. She was maybe like, I want to say late 20s. But her sister was a, like 15, I think. So at that time, uh, when when Maria's sister was, uh, was in, in Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein's office, um, Epstein basically said, told the sister, uh, hey, you're going to have my kids because I guess the whole point of Epstein and, and Ghislaine and also Les Wexner, all, all his, all their, uh, all their, uh, their goal was basically to become, to make this master race and and uh and when and when uh Maria Farmer's sister uh went to the mansion or island or whatever Epstein told her hey you're gonna have my kids and there was this whole big plan to make Epstein and and have all these uh super high billionaires uh have kids with uh basically smart girls so they can make this uh this master race and now <clears throat> this has been seen with like a lot of uh a lot of rich and famous people that they live completely separate lives or they think differently than they than they do publicly and I guess the the plan uh, the founder for Planned Parenthood, um, I guess she was very racist. And when she barely started the the whole Planned Parenthood um, uh, institute, they wanted to put the 
like the main building or like the main office in Africa because the population there was not only getting out of control, but she was also uh, she didn't want any uh, uh, Africans to be born anymore, basically. And and yes, she's helped so many people and and done so many things. The founder, uh, again, they they have different agendas than they were actually uh, than were than what is actually said to the public. And now, when when Maria Farmer's sister was meant to have Epstein's babies, this wasn't just the only case. There was uh, I don't know how many cases there were specifically, but. Maria Farmer always talks about how there was thousands of girls, so this can't just be the only one. And so one day Maria Farmer was uh, was at the mansion or whatever, and every time like they wanted to go outside or they wanted uh, to like call somebody, they always had to ask permission. And uh, oh, even when they wanted to eat, and one. Uh, Maria Farmer says that she, when she was there, I guess they wouldn't give her much food. Like they would give her food, but she felt like she was being starved in a way. So when that was going on, uh, she called the cops because she felt like she was being, um, uh, she was being held prisoner there, which she basically was. So when she called the cops, they, they, she told them, you know, hey, I think I'm trapped in here. This is Les Wexner's place. And when she called them, they said, no, we can't help you. And she said, why? And she said, because Les, Lex, Les Wexner, sorry, that's a hard name for me. Uh, she said that Les, that Wexner basically owns the cops. So if they did anything against him, they would probably end up dying or whatever. Uh, so, So they said no. And so Maria Farmer, uh, she kept trying to call uh, everybody, but there, uh, there was no, like her, her phone calls weren't getting out. So she was able to find a landline and then she, she just started calling everybody she knew. And when she called everybody she knew, she just told them, hey, I think I'm going to die here. And then, and then uh, Epstein caught sight of that and they just let her go because, I don't know, maybe they didn't want the publicity or whatever. And... And then uh, I guess that Maria was able to leave, but her sister stayed there. And I guess they took a whole bunch of um, like nude photos of of, uh, of Maria Farmer's sister. And, and when when Maria called back to Epstein's place and told them, "Hey, I, I need those pictures back," they told them they told her no. Because Epstein's been carrying them around in his briefcase and he needs them. So, right right here we see that a whole bunch of higher-ups, a whole bunch of famous rich guys, they not only have, they don't show their real face, I guess you could say. They, they say one thing, but then behind closed doors they're doing another thing. Epstein was friends with uh, Bill Gates for since the '90s, I believe. And again, you can always see uh, Whitney uh, Whitney Webb's uh, reports on this. So, Bill Gates was seen, what well, was reported to fly with Jeffrey to his island at least three times, probably more. 
And in that island, again, there was always these uh, these girls that were uh, these underage girls that were getting abused. They were getting raped. They were getting uh, taken advantage of. And not only did we see Bill Gates, we also saw the Clintons and we also saw. Sorry, I shouldn't say we also saw. I should say there's reported the Clintons and there's been reported that also uh, Trump Donald Trump has been seen with Epstein and if you search up Trump and Epstein you have a whole bunch of pictures that take place in the 90s 2000s that show them at the island and just now uh, sorry and and it seems that like the media is trying to cover this or they don't want to report it for whatever reason, maybe because Wexner owns the companies or whatever, Ghislaine or whoever it might be, Trump. It seems that the the high the hierarchy basically the, the people who have the power, or I shouldn't say power, but that that have the most money, that have where quote unquote philanthropists, which is basically a a word that's been tossed around now to describe a. A rich person or whatever so uh, they seem that once they can't get them so the money's no issue right so they got all the money in the world they could spend it on doing whatever they want but it doesn't seem that it ends there it seems that it goes beyond money it goes into having power after it becomes after they get all the money they want then they look into doing different things and and with the case of Epstein I I think that he was just kind of like the how do you say it? like one of the loose ends because um, once these like reports started to come out uh, again we saw that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself but he was put on suicidal watch and you're telling me the fucking the guards fell asleep and the cameras were out that day like there's no way and then I've also seen pictures on the 60 Minutes or something like that. I think that's what the show's called, 60 Minutes. There's a whole bunch of pictures with a whole bunch of, uh, of jumpsuits, those orange jumpsuits that the prisoners wear inside of his cell. Like, how the fuck are you going to get those many jumpsuits? And and that aside, it seems that they're, like, thrown all over the place. Like, they weren't, like, tied together or anything like that. So, so I don't know what he was trying to do with the jumpsuits. I don't even know if they did, if he did anything with the jumpsuits. I'm sure he didn't kill himself. And, uh, anyways, so after that happened with that whole Maria thing, she later goes on and after she got out, she, uh, she tried to call the FBI and the FBI is supposed to be, you know, that company that protects people that when that, that when the cops can't do it, the FBI does it. And if you believe that, that's not fucking true. The FBI is so corrupt, but she called them up and said, Hey, Lex Wexner, Jeffrey Epstein, they had me in this place and they didn't want to help her at all. They didn't even bother to put her in uh, in witness protection. Uh, and the, the police and, and the FBI basically told her no because we're, you know, if we mess with Wexner, he might take our jobs or whatever he'll, he'll do to him. And, and after that happened, uh, that's when... Uh, she started to, to do all these reports and all these uh, interviews about how they took her sister, how there was this uh, 
much bigger plan to make this superior race and have uh, these Epstein babies and have all this uh, power and and have this island where we just where they just go and and fuck little kids and and all this kind of stuff. So now, with that going on, uh, it seems, uh, sorry, and another one of uh, Whitney Webb's um, reports that she did, uh, she also uh, talks about how the, so there was a Freedom of Information Act request that came out uh recently and she reports on this too again Whitney Webb and it basically said that in order for the US to beat China we must become China and what i mean by that is they're trying to do all these um uh like full uh totalitarian or fuck i forgot the word i think it is totalitarian no it's um I don't remember the exact words she used, but uh, so China right now is trying to get rid of a whole bunch of rights and a whole bunch of um, and a whole bunch of freedoms that the Chinese people have, basically to say we're better, we're stronger than the U.S. and and again, since the coronavirus, since it is a uh, since it is assumed to come from China, which now is more of a fact than, than, than an assumption, uh, it seems that the coronavirus is trying to be like a, a way to control us because, you know, since they've told us to stay inside and since they told us to quarantine, a whole bunch of uh, countries that ha have been put in the quarantine before they were put uh before they were told to stay home a whole bunch of of countries like uh spain france uh a whole bunch of countries they they had a whole bunch of uh a whole bunch of protests going on and of course if you tell somebody to stay home because of the of the pandemic and it's by law that you have to stay home then they can't they can't go out and do protests anymore so that just goes to control the people in a way that doesn't seem so obvious, right? And now, uh, in this freedom of info, uh, in this uh, in this request that came out, it seemed that the U.S. is trying to consider to uh, eliminating individual car ownership, and the way that is is because they seem they think that like Uber type. Uh, like cars should so basically they think that there should be one fleet of like government issued cars given rights to people because it would be more efficient or whatever maybe but again they were uh, in the in the request it talks about eliminating individual car ownership and uh, eliminating credit all credit scores would be gone and all the shopping would be done in person and every everything would be done like all through your phone and they're calling these uh legacy systems and again uh so this is done 
So it could be basically the way they look at it, the way the U.S. is looking at it is in order to beat China, we must become China. So that means that if we don't do it now, China's just going to do it later and much better. So if they make a computer chip that I have to inject in my arm, they're going to do it much better than if we do it right now, right? And so a lot of people are seeing this coronavirus issue and pandemic like a way to control us because um, I don't know if you guys know this, but there was uh, or there is maybe I don't remember. So there's this uh, surveillance system that was supposed to come out around the time that the coronavirus was supposed to come out. And again, you, you don't come up with these systems the moment this coronavirus came out. So it might have been done beforehand. So the who knows if if the coronavirus is bioweapon. It most likely isn't. But who knows if China's just using it as a bioweapon. Uh, so this surveillance system, it was supposed to be... You're supposed to have uh, access to all your personal files, all your your credit score, everything like that, all your medical files, everything like that. And along with that, it was supposed to have access to your phone. That way, uh, the the whole point of this was to see, oh, if, if you've been in contact with anybody else who might have it, we can see right here through your medical files and with your phone. Right. So if this is implemented or if this will be implemented, I don't know. But again, this is just a way that it seems that the U.S. is trying to control us. And they'd not, they didn't only do this right now. They also try to do it back then to stop uh, when, when uh, mass shootings were going around. Mass shootings, they also try to implement the, the surveillance system that I'm talking about. You know, access to your medical files and access to your phone. So they can uh, basically sense pre-crimes and they can arrest you or detain you before you commit a crime. Like, how is that possible to arrest somebody for thinking of committing a crime, you know? I mean, it's not right, but still, if they haven't done anything, then they wouldn't be guilty of it, right? Uh, so in this, in this, uh, in these articles and, and with the things she talks about, Winnie Webb, um, she also goes into detail on how the coronavirus, this whole like pandemic, it seems that the countries who acted faster and are acting more smart, you know, in a, in a way, more intelligently to the issue, you know, staying at home and staying quarantine, uh, they seem to have better cases of or more cases of people actually recovering from it than dying and and again uh with that i don't know if you guys know this but a whole bunch of people are protesting in utah right now which is fucking stupid if you're one of those people please stay home there's no need to do that like how the fuck are you gonna stop a pandemic but Anyways, so so if you don't know what's going on, I, I guess in Utah there's a whole bunch of people protesting. Uh, so Governor Hubert can open back Utah again so we can go outside and shop and do whatever and live our normal lives. But what people don't fucking understand is that if we all stayed home and quarantined maybe a month or two from now, 
we could be out again, you know? I don't know how long it might have been, or I don't know how long it might be, but all I know is that with people being out there, they're they're more likely to catch coronavirus, they're more likely to have someone who has it and be out there who they might not even know has it because there's been cases that people are asymptomatic and they don't know or they don't have any symptoms. And it's usually a lot of young people and a whole bunch of young people uh, have been out and and doing this protest. And I don't mean to get racial or anything, but it seems that all of it is all white people. And I don't, I don't know if... Like, it's just not common sense to some people or what? Maybe it's like some chemical deficiency. But how stupid do you have to be? Like, bioweapon or not, man-made or not, it's still a fucking pandemic and people are dying from this and people are getting it all over the world. And it's not only the, just the U.S. And it's not only just Utah either, you dumb bitches. It's... It's all over the world, and, and fucking uh, Spain and France, those are the ones who have it the worst. New York is horrible right now, and there's people out there in Utah protesting, oh, because I want to shop again. Like, no, stay the fuck home, you idiots. But with that, there has... I see a whole bunch of uh, posts, tweets... Uh, of regular people, right? Regular people uh, who are doing the right thing, who are doing the smart thing and staying home. And, and it's like that old thing we used to hear that one person can ruin it for everybody else. And that's very true right now. We One, one, one small sneeze, one wrong step can lead us all into the coronavirus. One small uh, lick of the hand and touch or not washing our hands, it can all just lead to everybody getting the coronavirus. So, right now, again, we just all have to stay home. And in my last podcast, I was just talking about that. It was it was a short one. You guys should check it out. It's all about the coronavirus and the earthquake that Utah had. Uh, so, along with that, I also wanted to talk about... Uh, this recent documentary I watched on Netflix, it's called Don't Fuck With Cats. And if you guys haven't seen it, I recommend you guys watch it. And the moral of the story is not to watch it, I guess, in the documentary, because I'll go into it right now, but I recommend everybody watch it for the simple fact that it shows just that a few people who care can actually make a difference. And if you guys haven't seen Don't Fuck With Cats, it's about this guy. His name is Luca. Luca Magnata, I think. Something like that. Um, so it's about this guy. And he posted this video on on the internet about him uh, placing these two kittens into this vacuum sealed bag and he stuck the vacuum to it and sucked all the air out and basically he killed the two cats and he posted it on YouTube and it went viral, right? So this small group of people decided to make a Facebook account, a Facebook page and try to find this person who did it. And it's so crazy what these people do. I mean, it could be 
like they interview the mom of that Luca Magnata uh, dude, that fucking asshole. They they interview his mom and they say she says that it's like stalkerish and it might be, but it was stalkerish for the right reasons, right? It was stalkish, stalkerish. It's not even a word, but just made that fucking word up. So it was it was they were stalking this person to find out if he actually did. And and it's this whole thing on how Luca Magnata would make these uh, fake face, uh, Facebook pages on him promoting himself, how he was this failed uh, uh, model and nobody wanted him and, and he was such a hot guy and, and, and things like that. But that's fucking psychotic. Like, that's a psychotic mentality to have, to go through and, 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 and like promote yourself in that way, to make fake, fake Facebook accounts. And anyways, so it goes on. And as the people people are trying to find them, it's so crazy. Uh, they like notice that the outlets on the wall. You know how like ours here in America, they have like uh, two prongs here and one prong down there. Um, <laughs> so they they identify that it's not one from North America. That it's like a weird one that it has like four prongs or something but anyways they identify that it's not one and then they in the video there's like a pack of cigarettes and i guess all over the world the cigarettes are different and the labeling is different so the way people do this is crazy and and, and yeah it might have been like weird to just stalk down this one guy but but in my case sorry in my in my mind i think that it was the right thing to do because this Luca Magnata guy, he kept posting videos on, on him killing cats. And and in the second video, uh, he grabbed a cat and like drowned him in the bathtub. And in the last video he sent, he grabbed this uh, huge like anaconda snake, put it on his bed. And then he grabbed a kitten and then, you know, as a python is going to do it, just fucking snatch the cat and ate it. So he's out there killing cats. And and after that, like they started to notice that all these like uh psychotic like um like mental issues were showing in his posts because like no normal person's going to go out grab a cat and say, "Oh, I'm going to fucking kill you today." And especially fucking post it. But one of the, one of the people in the Facebook groups, they were saying how uh, they thought that he was actually going to kill somebody, and lo and behold, uh, he did end up killing somebody. Actually, he was uh, Luca Magnata was kind of like bisexual, so he just basically got on Craigslist and was like, "Hey, I'm looking for a dude. Want to do movies with him? Uh, let's fuck." And this Asian guy went with him and. Sadly, it was his last day on this earth, but when he also posted another video with him, it was called the uh, One Lunatic, One Nice Pick, something like that. And so what happened was this dude, he tied the, the Asian guy to the bed, to the bed posts. And, and when he, uh, after he tied him to the bed posts, uh, I guess he had drugged him before, so hopefully... He was drugged out and couldn't feel it. But Luca began sh uh, fucking just stabbing the shit out of this dude's chest. And after that, he 
ended up cutting off all his limbs and cutting off his neck. Sorry, cutting off his head. And in the video, he's just there dangling it as if he just didn't fucking kill a person. So, uh, and after that, there's like a small dog that comes in. I didn't, I didn't really understand the dog part. I didn't really understand what he did to the dog or, but he did kill the dog, but I think he like fed the guy to the dog. I don't, I don't, I don't know. You guys need to watch that again. Don't fuck with cats, but, um, Soon it turned out that Luca would leave these hints into like uh he would leave these hints into his crime scenes and the people that have been following that investigation on the Facebook page they figured out that he's been uh copying a lot of movies and when they interviewed the mom she was saying how as a kid she would love uh, he would love to see movies and all that stuff so uh Eventually, they found out that he was copying this movie, Basic Instinct, where the he the like one of the first shots of the movie or one of the shots in the movie, I've never seen it, uh, was this girl like riding this guy, and she tied him down to the fa- uh, to the bedpost again, like Luca did, and started shanking him like Luca did, and and these uh. People from, like, the, the Facebook page, uh, at that point, they had, like, contact with the police and everything, and they were, like, working together, and finally they found Luca in some inter- internet cafe, like, some fucking idiot, and the, 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 when they caught him, it looks pretty badass, because he's in an internet cafe, sees the cops, and then tries to, like, walk back, and then you just see, like, seven just big-ass fucking cops walk in, it's pretty fucking dope, um, so once once he gets caught and he keeps talking about how somebody forced him to do it by the name of Manny, Manny Lopez. And at that point in the documentary, you kind of start to feel bad for him because he says that like they would rape him and if he didn't do it or whatever and they would abuse him, they'd beat him up. Uh, but then after that... Uh, once he got caught, he he confessed, not right away, but he told them that about the Manny Lopez. But in that movie, that Basic Instinct movie, the girl says that she was controlled or like ex-boyfriend. Again, I've never seen this movie. Fact check me. Uh, fucking go to the, watch the documentary. Don't fuck with cats. Um, they, there was a similar character, M- Manny Vasquez. Ironically, um, Manny Vasquez, who was like controlling. So all the thing that everything that Luca was saying was all fucking made up. And it's so fucking psychotic. And I'm surprised I haven't seen this documentary earlier. It came out in like 2019, just a year ago. But it's so fucking crazy. And the mom's all pissed because a whole bunch of people were like stalking her son on Facebook. And... And I don't see it that way. I mean, if, if your son is out there killing fucking cats and and eventually kills a person, like, why would you think it's stalkerish to want to know who he is and at least get him caught, you know? But anyways, uh, again, watch that documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats. Comment below. 
tell me what you think. And uh, with that, that's going to be the end of the podcast. I, I hope this was a good 420 episode for you as it was for me. It was fun talking to you guys about all this crazy shit. I hope you can still sleep at night with, you know, the government controlling you and they're all the billionaires have a fuck island and i again we got to stay safe out there right now it's not the time to be out partying like i see a whole bunch of fucking assholes do on their social media stay home stay healthy healthy be safe again uh at don't know podcast is the instagram don't know diaries on youtube don't know diaries on castbox don't know diaries on facebook you could find all these episodes on here, page 11. Till next time, everybody.